This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show? Got this email, R-A-D at radradio.com from Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Now, she, like like Jen and uh, one of our Michelles, she has come to the same conclusion on Win Rob's Change, which we will play again at 9.30. They all have come to after the 27th mega clue. They all believe they know. They put it together. To, they formed the same sentence. And all three of them have a different num- numerical answer. <laughs> Very weird. Oh, Especially no. when you find out what the sentence is, if they're right. Why would that be the right one? And I'm not saying they're right because what they're because I know what the sentence is. I'm like, well, if that's if that's the sentence, wouldn't it all the same? Mm. I'm sorry. Did you say or even can you say are they close? I'm, I cannot say it all. Okay. No, no, no. I uh, mean, I'm sorry. Are their answers with the each three, other? With each other, mm, are they close? Kind of, sort of, but kind of the thing. It is. I don't know why they're different. Eh, I'll tell you. Okay. No, one of them's way off. I'll say that. One okay. of them's way off. There you go. I just remember something. Uh, I want to mention every now and then we have Eddie from NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland on uh, the show. Last time he was on. Uh, he was talking about uh, getting the classes back up and running, and he promised he would tell me, and he has. So, uh, NorCal Gun Vault has scheduled a new Stop the Bleed class, and they've added, this is interesting, an active shooter civilian response class. Oh, You know, nice. you're just at work. Here uh, comes an active shooter. This is reality now. Hey, but, you're just shopping. Both classes are scheduled for March 2nd. They fill up fast, and they're limited to 15 students each. Now, the Stop the Bleed class... No cost. 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on March the 2nd at NorCal Gunfault, where they talk about and show you how to identify and stop major bleeding. That's the whole thing. Great for parents, period, especially if your kids are playing sports, things like that. If you if you have a significant other that's in law enforcement, if you're going on a ride-along. I told the story the first time that I went on a ride-along after, after being with my wife, because I had gone on many before, she was like, you are not leaving the house without this tourniquet. And, the, and I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, she was military 12 years and, and all that. Um, so that's free. The Stop the Bleed class is free at NorCal Gun Vault. Uh, that'll be on March 2nd. The, and then before that one is the active shooter civilian response cost. There is a $150 charge for two for the two-hour session, rather. Uh, so it's $150, two-hour session, 9 to 11. You'll learn understanding active shooter situations, immediate actions upon identifying an active shooter. Okay, great. I know there's an active shooter. What do I do now? Mm. Tactical casualty care and considerations, kind of a version of stop the bleed, and then identifying and stopping the major bleeding and all that. things It's just survival for you and the others. And you can sign up for both at NorCalGunVault.com and you just go to the training tab. Now, anytime a advertiser sends me an email like that, I go, mm-hmm. I'm going to just double check this because I'm not going to make a fool out of myself. <laughs> so I went to NorCalGunVault.com. There it is right there. Well, first you got to say, yes, I'm 18. Doink. And then you go, okay, right there on the top, training. Yep. Scroll down right there. All of their classes are listed, and the top row includes both the Stop the Bleed and the Active Shooter Civilian Response course. Nice. Both are on uh, March 2nd. Uh, the, uh, the Stop the Bleed course is free. They will both fill up very quickly, and they are limited to 15 students each at NorCalGunVault.com. Master, master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Just take the film and you'll be Now, Rachel has written back in. She's the latest who agree with the only people that have written in since the Mega Clue for Win Rob Change. And they all have the same sentence, or, and they think they know what it is, but they all have three different answers. Now, Rachel's changed her answer. 
<laughs> she agrees with one of them, either oh. either Jen or Michelle. So now we have one person who's the outlier, but I don't know if any of them are right. Well, I do, actually, but I can't say. For Master of Movies, and we'll play Win Rob's Change 930. Right now, we're doing Master of Movies. You're going to pick the prize. Uh, three different concerts at Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. Alan Parsons Project on Friday, March 22nd. The Tribute to Queen on March 24th. Yellow Wolf on Saturday, April 6th. Caller 18, hello, Jason. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey! You will guess first. If you know the movie, you will win. If not, we will go to D. Yes, sir. Uh, if you know the movie, you'll win. Uh, and then we'll go to caller 20 if we don't have a winner. That's Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are looking for a rom-com from 2003. My boyfriend is a fat. This is a rom-com. Oh, God. Oh, yes. My boyfriend is a fat. I love this movie. Jason, do you know what that movie is? Is it Along Came Polly? That's a good one. D. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? And she said the answer with such confidence. Good job, Dee. Stop it. Uh, the Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Is uh, something wrong with the barley? No. No. My boyfriend is a fat. <laughs> and I can't eat in front of him. I can't eat in front of you. I don't think she's fat. We have another chance for you to win with Treble Trouble at uh, 9 a.m. We've got a fourth. We've got a fourth Win Rob's Change expert. Again, they're all. I'm, I'm only highlighting them because they all believe that the mega clue has led them to the same phrase. Now we have Darcy, who has the same phrase as the other three broads, two of whom have the same number now. Broads. One has a different number. Uh. Darcy has the same phrase and a different answer than all three of them. So, so we now have three possible answers for the same phrase as we head towards the 930 plane. Of Winrobs. We were talking about uh, the Super Bowl. It comes up this Sunday. We went through some of the food that will be at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, and uh, Logan wrote in and said, Rob, what do you have on your Super Bowl menu since we are having all this talk on the Super Bowl? And what does your wife, Christina, think of the Super Bowl? Is she rooting for the Chiefs since she is a Cowboys fan or is she rooting for your Niners? Aww. Rob, well, uh, we both have careers and jobs and we don't have a lot of time to discuss these things lately. <laughs> um, yeah. I, 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 I am fairly certain that even though she's a Cowboy fan, she will do like I would do for her, even though I'm a Niner fan. I, she wants the Niners to win. Plus, I mean, she's watched me suffer through the the Niners getting to Super Bowls and losing oh. lately. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not an ass. I'm not a, I'm not unpleasant, but she prefers me to be happy. Um, <laughs> but we haven't even talked about what we're gonna eat yet. Uh, uh, we did a big thing for the championship games, so I I, I don't know. I, I, I last that, for the championship games we did a homemade mozzarella sticks. She made Yum. ribs. I made smoked Yum. mac and cheese, oh. and I made uh, wings. So. Ooh, is, is this is this a game where you would do your ghetto nachos? It maybe. I mean, maybe it really comes down to mood. I mean, and and we'll probably talk on Friday. Yeah. Shop on Saturday at first light oh, to avoid gosh. all the morons that are out there. Yeah. I just I just don't know. I just don't know yet. <sighs> During Super Bowl Sunday, American consumerism goes up with tons of food being served, including around eight million pounds of guacamole. Oh, I Jeez. love guacamole. That's about three thousand six hundred and twenty. 
28 tons of avocados that are eaten on this day. Just Yum. this day. That's I, a lot of guac. And I now love guacamole with jalapenos. As it it's should be. It's so crazy. It's, yes, it's crazy. <laughs> For me. Yes. The rest of us are over your palate change, so you know. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I know. That's why I said the rest of us. Yet you keep boring us to tears. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, 48 million <laughs> Americans will order food on Super Bowl Sunday. 60% of those orders will be? Pizza. Of course. Fast food stores double their usual Sunday sales, so mm, Chick-fil-A and your religious conviction. <laughs> Sorted on Saturday and reheated on Sunday. Blah, blah, air fryer. Blah, exactly. Blah. Disgusting. $1.25 billion worth of chicken wings are consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. That means 162.5 million pounds of chicken on Super Bowl Sunday are consumed, which would account for the slaughter of 500 million chickens. Cool. Yeah. They have more. They'll be fine. Humanely. Uh, there is, there is, yeah. That's, I always put the, the words slaughter and humanely in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. But Kyle's right. Well, there is no shortage of chickens at this time. Oh, too bad they're not all free range. No, yes. Too bad they don't all cost $84 a pound. I know, I know. There's that. I, I get we it. Don't want, we don't want middle class people to have access no, to chicken. I, I understand. <laughs> oh, and then there's all, there's all those people that don't care and still get to eat. Uh, betting in America. Sports betting is legal in 38 states now and uh, Washington, D.C., and a record nearly 70 million Americans are expected to bet on Super Bowl 58. That's one out of four U.S. adults. According to the American Gaming Association, that's a 35% increase from last year. The more access people get, you got all these online betting sites. There's the legal ones that are run out of America, you know, BetMGM, DraftKings, things like that. There's all the offshore ones. And then there's also just betting with buddies and things like that. Half of all gamblers will wager online in those apps in one way or another. When you're doing that, does it have to be something specific, or can you just be like, I, I choose them to win? You can do – that's called a straight line bet. You can just say Chiefs or Niners, and they'll tell you how much you're going to win depending on how much you're betting. Uh, a third of all bettors will put some money up casually with friends. A fourth will participate in office pools, you know, those squares. Mm -hmm. you know, those <laughs> Should we do a square thing? Um, I'm down. Sure. Why not? I mean, yeah. aren't we all going mean, to take the same? There's, well, there's only five of us. We include the phone screen. That's a lot of squares you got to pay for. I guess we just make it like a quarter a square or whatever we yeah. did to figure out the square. Or a dollar, yeah. Well, whatever you guys are up for. Kyle, know. can I borrow a dollar? <laughs> you can no. buy one square? Well, I just need a dollar. 14% uh, of us will go through an actual bookie. That's not legal. <laughs> oh. And 11% okay. of people, uh, the low number, and that's not surprising, brick and mortar stores, uh, and same thing with physical sports books. Why would I go into the sports book if I can just do it online in states where it's uh, legal? For the record, bettors are basically split on the outcome right now when you look at all the bets that have been placed so far, but that doesn't that doesn't show you what we call the late money. 47% of all bettors are saying the Kansas City Chiefs. 44% are betting on the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, come on, Niners! Some, uh, some bets that have already been in that are raising eyebrows. Uh, the first of what's expected to be several high-dollar Super Bowl bets has been confirmed by Caesars in Las Vegas. Somebody bet a million dollars on the 49ers money line, meaning they're betting the 49ers will win and they'll cover the spread of uh, one point. 
that they have to win by. What the hell would they win? What do they get? Uh, let's see. Do the math. Eight, about eight hundred thousand dollars net. So you get one point eight million. That's quick math. Uh, don't don't hold me to that. Holy moly. A better at FanDuel. I mean, if you're betting a million dollars, I hope you have it to lose. And the eight hundred thousand is like, okay, that's cool. So not all these gamblers do. That's true. A better at FanDuel placed a two hundred sixty thousand dollar wager on the Niners, uh, which would net them two hundred grand if the Niners win. Jeez. Much bigger and wilder bets are expected. The most popular straight prop. So you got prop bets are things that don't have to do with the outcome of the game, but they are determined by the game. Things that happen within the game. So nothing not like the coin toss. Like a streaker. No, none of oh, that. Okay. It has to be things controlled by the game. It cannot be things that are out <laughs> of chance. Anything left to chance, like the coin toss, like the color of the Gatorade, those are not legal. You have to do those offshore. You have to do those somewhere else. With a bookie. Yes. I mean, since you're already using a bookie and you're already willing to give up a leg or an arm when you don't pay, why not? But game in-game prop bets. The most popular one is will Travis Kelsey score a touchdown? So that's the one most people are betting on. The second most popular straight prop bet is will Debo Samuel go over two and a half rushing attempts? Yes is the answer, by the way. Uh, will Debo Samuel score a touchdown? Same thing with Isaiah Pacheco. Betters are expecting a big game from Patrick Mahomes. They are taking the over on passing touchdowns and rushing yards. So betters are saying Mahomes is going to shine. Whether the Chiefs win or lose, he is going to have at least two t passing touchdowns, and he's going to throw uh, more than – oh, he's going to run for more than 26 and a half yards. That's a stupid bet. The most <laughs> lopsided player prop bet is on 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. Oh, Purdy. 99% of the money wagered on Brock Purdy is that he will throw an interception in the oh, Super Bowl because no, the no, over-under no. is on a half. So if you're betting on it, oh, all the bettors are saying he's going to throw at least one. Near oh, damn. Chiefs, the Chiefs' pass defense is pretty good. Rushing defense is awful, but their pass hey, defense hey, is pretty good. Going back to your uh, uh, Kelsey um, touchdown. Yes. So for me, I, I – doesn't he always make a touchdown or no? No, he does not always oh, make a touchdown. Okay. It just seems like, he, I don't know, it just seems every game he has a touchdown. You are so, so cute, you you Swifty. You you Swifty come lately. <laughs> By the way, we will uh, we will on the show, either tomorrow or Friday, just depends on how things line up, we will do our fun bets here, and we'll see how we all do. The fun prop bets, like which song Usher is going to sing first and who the guest stars will be and the Gatorade thing. We'll all make our picks, and that those will be all our pigskin picks for for the Super Bowl. Uh, and uh, as for who's going to win, let's go back to the stupid predictions that have nothing to do with the actual outcome. <laughs> After hearing about a giraffe and a couple groundhogs and some other things, uh, the Chiefs are the big favorites, according to the Animal Kingdom. Boo! Four to one. The Kansas City Chiefs currently uh... favored. Let's go to Utah, where the Living Planet Aquarium in Draper has a Komodo dragon named Raha. Oh, Cool. On Monday, he made his official prediction via two tiny footballs adorned with the team's logos, each containing the same delicious snack, dead mice. Oh, mm. oh, no. Komodo dragons can literally smell food from miles away. The dragon is seen slowly slinking into the camera's view before he ultimately chooses the winning team. Come on, dragon. Don't let us down. Yes, dragon. It has nothing to do with who wins. <laughs> he chose the 49er. Yeah. All right. Ooh, ooh. By the way, as a 49er fan, I don't care what an animal says. I care about the actual outcome. There's, there's when you woot woot. Oh, How did this, this guy matters. get one as a pet? A Komodo dragon? It's not a pet. It's at the aquarium. Oh, it's at an aquarium. Okay, just kidding. Sorry. I... My listening skills. Yeah, yeah, just some random guy 
It has a pet, a Komodo dragon, and it gets national press. That's why I was baffled by it. I was like, how the hell did he get a Komodo dragon? They're poisonous. <laughs> Their saliva has a bunch of toxins, and if you get bit by them, you could die. Did you learn that at the hippie school? I didn't. I, no, I, I liked lizards, okay. and I was fascinated by them as a kid. <laughs> EA Sports always simulates the big game on Madden. Uh, Madden 24's official simulation has occurred for Super Bowl 58 on Sunday. It has accurately predicted the Super Bowl winner. <gasps> Half of the time. Oh, God. So this is as reliable as a coin flip. Still, though, still, we don't have the animals on our side except the dragon. In other words, what I'm about Uh, to read you is completely meaningless. Whatever. It has been wrong also the past three seasons, Madden has. Picked the Eagles to beat the Chiefs last season. Picked the Bengals to beat the Rams. Didn't happen. Picked the Chiefs to win against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. (sighs) So it's got a three-game losing streak. Okay, choose the Chiefs. In fact, the last time. EA Sports got a simulation right was when the Chiefs beat the Niners. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. No. Not the Chiefs. Not the Chiefs. Never mind. Don't care. Don't Uh, care. Won't affect the outcome. Won't affect the outcome. Whatever. You're reading it because a lot of us do. I think a lot of you are idiots. I think a lot of you are idiots. (laughs) I don't know why we're talking in this voice. That's fine. Who cares? The yearly Madden NFL football simulation of the Super Bowl has... The Chiefs oh, uh-huh. beating the 49ers. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Gosh dang it. That, mean, uh, that means nothing is what it means. Gosh dang it. It's We're doomed. No. No, not now. Yeah. It hasn't even started yet. Right. That's, that's the smartest thing that's been said so far. Because nothing matters until the game starts. I hope none of these guys get these predictions because they get it in their head and they're superstitious and all that, especially this last one where the last time it, it was right with the king, not the kings, the chiefs and the niners. And then somebody in the locker room slaps him aside the head and says, dude, it's a video game that's half right. Put your jersey on, moron. Uh, Matthew wrote in and said, hey, Rob, my prop bet would be how many times CBS shows Taylor Swift. That's not a prop bet. You have to tell me what your bet is. Because there are things like that that we'll be doing. They, I, I don't know if there's that exact one, but there are. those are the kind of things. So what's your number? Because that's what you have to do. You have to say how many times. Was, okay, is it over or under this number that they will show Taylor Swift? It would be like different times or whatever that they would show. All right, back to uh, one more prediction. Yes. One more prediction. Remember last time we did this, uh, we ended with an expert, like a guy who's actually a human being who studies this stuff, uh, and he picked the Chiefs as well. Ah, boo him. This one is not really an expert, but not surprising at all with uh, how big ChatGPT and other chatbots have become. Uh, a, a media, a tech media guy named Ryan Morrison took to the three biggest AI chatbots on the planet. He wanted to see just how the three different bots could take the data from the NFL and create their own predictions of how the upcoming Super Bowl would play out. The result was quite detailed. I won't bore you with it because all three had the same outcome. The same team, according to AI. Uh, All three of them. One, two, three for them. Oh, fine. Rip the Band-Aid. They all said the Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, god dang it. Will win. No one believes in the Niners. I I believe in the Niners. (laughs) Steve Mickelson, who I host a sports show with. I ask him every day, are you still picking what you picked at the beginning of the season? Niners over Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? He still says yes. <sighs> I think a lot of the people on the roster <laughs> of the 49ers believe in the 49ers. All right. We can hold on to what Steve says. Thank you, Don. Oh. Appreciate that. Sorry. Sorry. Jennifer wrote in. See if she can uh, fully put her boot 
on the neck of my ego. <laughs> Jennifer says, forgive me if you've already talked about this, Rob. If you did, I'll go back and listen. Do you have any thoughts about Kansas City practicing at the Raiders field and the Niners practicing at the UNLV field? I do, and uh, they were expressed on the Mixed Picks Sports Show, which we do every 10 a.m. with Steve Mickelson, uh, and that's because that's where we get into the the, the, the deep football-y stuff of the, the, the Chiefs are the home team because it just rotates. AFC had it this year. So they get to practice at the practice facility of the, the home team, which is the Raiders. And then the other team has to go to the next best facility, so the Niners wound up at UNLV. Problem is UNLV plays on turf. Allegiant Stadium and the Raiders is grass. So the NFL came in and they put sod over the turf. And when the Niners arrived on Monday, this whole story came about of, oh, my God, this, this, this is not going to work. This isn't the field we're going to be playing on. Uh, this, the, it, the, they, they have what's called a hardness level that they need the, the field to be at. And it was uh, like 25 30% too soft. And then by Monday afternoon, it was like, man, everything's fine. Don't know what. It, Steve Mickelson's theory is the NFL told the Niners, shut up. We don't want, the, we don't want the, any problems here, and you're going to have to deal with it. There's also points being made of the Niners tech team was out there a week ago Monday. Why didn't they say anything until they arrived? My, my thoughts are it is what it is. They, they have, they have, there's no, I'm not going to blame it on practicing on a, on a lesser than field. That's, I'm sorry. This is the Super Bowl. You've made it all the way to the final game of the year. You man up and you win or you don't. You don't blame the refs. You don't blame injuries. You don't blame the field. You don't blame not being able to practice on a, on a like-minded field. So I, 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 even if it's inequitable, you have to overcome it. Do, don't, do they already play on those type of fields though grass or turf like throughout the year they, they do so they're, they do they but they're already used to that yes or? but but the argument is they are playing on grass on sunday the chiefs are practicing on grass if the niners were playing on grass during the regular season they would practice somewhere that had grass they wouldn't practice somewhere that was grass over turf that's the argument is mm-hmm. that they're not properly preparing for the game man maybe they're not having as much of an opportunity sorry mm. You, you got to get over it. You don't have a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. You're going to have to figure out how to get over it. I, I just I just don't even rope me into this, this excuse crap. Of course, can't talk about the Super Bowl without talking about Taylor Swift a little bit. <laughs> Remember we, when we started getting into this crap, we had that listener who kind of sort of writes now and then, but I think she gets mad every time we talk about Taylor Swift and we don't say the best things about her. The I think her name is Mackenzie. She and her mom both. <laughs> uh, we have no problem with you guys. We love you guys. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things she does is she tracks uh, Taylor Swift's plane. She knows where the plane is all the time. That is so cute. We now know that she she gets that, maybe not from this particular one that we're going to tell you, from a social media account that tracks the takeoffs and landings of private jets owned by celebrities, billionaires, and polit- politicians. Uh, it's a college kid named... Uh, kid. Sweeney. Mr. Sweeney. Jack Sweeney. That's his name. <laughs> Jesus. From Central Florida, University of Central Florida. Now Taylor Swift says she's going to sue him. Oh. She says, uh, her team says, that they consider the tracking of her jet to be, quote, stalking and harassing behavior, going as far as calling it a life-or-death matter for Taylor Swift. Meanwhile, Mr. Sweeney says he's not doing anything wrong because the information he gathers is public, including her tour schedule. Quote, this information is already out there. Her team thinks they can control the world, end quote. I don't see her legal angle. I'm wondering if this is just a, we will file lawsuits that make you spend so much money that you will stop tracking at least my jet because she would never get a ruling. But that seems like a dumb thing to concentrate on. Well, this is what happens when you're worth a billion dollars. You look around and you go, man, I got to spend this somewhere. Hey, you lawyers got any ideas? I guess we're kind of into a trailer update here. Hope you know what that means. It's Travis Taylor. Get it? Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. Trailer park, so I don't get behind. 
trailer park and meet two friends of mine. Trailer, Travis Taylor trailer. Social media came up with it. Uh, we told you uh, earlier this week, of course, Taylor Swift at the Grammys announced she's got a new album. It's called The Tortured Poets Department. And there's this connection to her ex-boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, because he has a chat, the Tortured Men Department or something. I don't know. So obviously, I know this is shocking. A lot of the album might be about her ex-boyfriend. That's very new. She dropped all 17 tracks to the new album yesterday. In the just mainstream music world, uh, the news was that she has two collaborations. Uh, she collaborates on a song with Post Malone. And on a different song with Florence plus The Machine, those will both be on the album that come out on April 19th. Big fan in the other room, I hear. <laughs> God, I hate that band. Taylor Swift fans are convinced her new album is a brutal dig at her ex-boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. And Taylor took to Instagram to share a photo of some artwork for the record, which featured a black and white photo of herself and written over her shoulder the phrase, I love you and it's ruining my life. Oh. Hmm. Dang. Hmm. <laughs> How subtle. And then there was a list of the songs. A few people keyed on a few uh, keyed in on a few of the titles. Like for example, you may remember for a year Taylor Swift flew to London to live with Joe Alwyn to get away from all of the uh, the the press and everything. Uh, track uh, one on side B is "So Long London." Oh. <laughs> the next track is called "But Daddy, I Love Him." Oh. <laughs> Side C has a song called I Can Fix Him. No, really, I can. Oh, boy. The final part of the album has a song called I Can Do It With a Broken Heart. And my favorite, The Smallest Man Who Has Ever Lived. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus. A lot of emotion. All right, you got to choose. Brandon, you're up first. I'll give you the choices. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Do you find them adorable, cringy, beautiful, repulsive, they give you hope, they make you feel lonelier than ever, or indifferent? Indifferent. Yeah, I was afraid of that one. That's a lot of choices. Kyle, did anything anything grab you of that list? Can you repeat some of well, them again? Any, then, okay, so, so you think one did. You're not indifferent. I don't know. Adorable, I... cringy, beautiful, repulsive, giving you hope, making you feel lonelier, or meh. Yeah, more meh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 than... mm-hmm, yeah. Adorable. Adorable, all right. Because now... We have time to fill, so uh, psychologists are coming out about the psychological effects on America of the trailer syndrome. Experts <laughs> say that your take on happy pairs, like trailer, reveal way more about you than the couple in question. Our tendency, says uh, a licensed uh, psychologist named Miranda Nadu, says our tendency to be happy for others or experience jealousy is strongly related to how we are experiencing our lives and relationships in the present. Another psychology professor at St. Mary's University says how people react to seeing others join happiness is very telling. If you find yourself feeling bitter, experts say it could stem from displeasure in your own life. So, for example, I guess all of us are like, eh, whatever, about our relationships. Or, or if you read the full article, many psychologists say that your feelings may not single any kind of deeper trauma to work through either. Right. So, in other words, oh. articles left and right that say nothing about what there could be any meaning to about your opinion on trailer. It's absurd. <laughs> One more thing, even more absurd. Taylor Swift fans are convinced that she's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs' lucky charm at the upcoming Super Bowl. And they use this premise. The 34-year-old singer has long been obsessed with the number 13. She was born on December 13th. She once revealed that almost every good thing that happened to her her after a 13 came up in her life. And she used to draw the digit on her hand before every performance. So she is obsessed with the number 13. (laughs) Now her dedicated supporters have discovered numerous connections, totally without working too hard, between the number 13... And the upcoming matchup between the Chiefs and the Niners, thus, the Chiefs are going to win. Uh. X, formerly known as Twitter, has been flooded with all of the connections between the Super Bowl and Taylor's lucky number 13. Here they are. <laughs> oh, Jesus. First of all, 
It's the 58th Super Bowl. 5-8. What's 5 plus 8? 13. 13. Bingo. The event will be held on February 11th. February is which month? Two. Two. What's 2 plus 11? 13. 13. Hello. Hello. The Chiefs are facing off against the 49ers. 49ers. What's 4 plus 9? 13. Hello. Hi. The 49ers have the number one seed. That's true. They were the number one seed in the NFC. The Chiefs were the third seed. What's one and three next to each other? 13. Thank you. But that didn't pick a team. Numbers can, you can make numbers (laughs) into anything, though. As long as 13 comes up, it's the Chiefs. That's it. It's duh, because it's Taylor Swift's lucky number. How can, even if you're using the Niners yes, as your gauge to the, come up with the number thirteen is is what is all it we care about. It belongs to her. Yes, therefore it belongs to the Chiefs. God, you weirdo. <laughs> See, there's there's not there's nothing correct about this. You can use numbers to make any number you want. No I mean, kidding. You can do the one minus the three, and it's a different number. You add a plus in there, and you can make it fit whatever puzzle you want. God, <laughs> Kyle. Disbeliever. They're coming after you. Uh, what are they called? The, come get the it. Pixies? Uh, what, what are they? The, the Swifties. <laughs> the Pixies. Very good. <laughs> the game will take place at the stadium that belongs to the team, the Raiders, that was drafted 13th. Uh-huh. The Chiefs' first playoff game was on January 13th. There we go. How many games will Taylor Swift have been at once she is at the Super Bowl? 13. And when she flies from Japan... To Las Vegas on Saturday. How many hours will that flight be? 13. Chiefs win. Chiefs win. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.